SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. I'm Jennifer. We'd like to give you our magazine full of inspirational stories. Go to thejennifersheehanshow.com to subscribe. Please welcome my friend Tammy Poole. Hi Tammy. Hi Jennifer. How are you? Good. It's <laughs> so good to have you on the show girl. Thank you, you. You've had a lot going on lately and oh my gosh I'm so sorry to hear that your cousin who you love so much was brutally murdered by her boyfriend yes, and her three-year-old daughter was left there alone after that for hours. <sighs> domestic abuse, I mean, I think people don't always realize domestic abuse can turn into murder. Yes, it can and I don't think a lot of people realize it either and that's why when you asked me to be on your show, I was like, absolutely. If we can help one person, then it's all worth all. it. It's worth yes, telling our stories. And you know firsthand about domestic abuse because you lived with it from 6 to 13. Yes, ma'am. So your mom remarried your stepdad. What was he like? He was really nice at first. Um, he would buy us stuff. We were like, oh, this is so nice because my mom was a single mother income household. And I really liked him because my dad wasn't living with us and I had that father figure and it he was just a narcissist and he used all these little techniques and ways and then he trapped my mother in this relationship to where when things got bad that's all that she thought she deserved. Wow. So. Wow. So he was an alcoholic yes, and um, was on prescription drugs and you said got her addicted to drugs as well. Yes, so growing up before him, my mom was the best mom. Like we share a birthday, we would always go to Olive Garden and eat cake together on our birthday. And then he came around and it wasn't an instant switch. I don't think people realize that it takes a little while. Um, but she was a really good mother and he came around and she has restless leg syndrome. So she, she was always hurting, but she dealt with it, she exercised. And I remember she started smoking weed with him. And then I remember seeing pill bottles everywhere when I was young. And I was like, what are these, mommy? And they're like, they're for my paint. And growing up and like realizing, oh, that's from my stepdad. He started her on those. Wow. And she just completely changed after that. Wow. And what did that look like when he would drink and take drugs? He would become a completely different person. You could see the evil and hatred in his eyes and when he just looked at you you would get scared and you're like okay I should go to my room now. Right so he was a very angry drunk yes. and what would he do to her when he got drunk? He would punch her in the face she's had several black eyes from him I remember having to take pictures of her black eyes once just for court nothing ever got done with it but he would also we had two dogs I had a dog and he had a dog 
He would beat the dogs. He would beat the dogs? Yes. Wow. He would beat the dogs. He would yell at my mom and say, this didn't go right today. It's your fault. Punch. Um, I remember he, and he also financially abused her. She had a very good credit score. She had a lot of things on her own until he came in. So it's more than just the physical aspect. It's the mental and the financial. So he made her think Mm -hmm. that it was all her fault. Correct. And that it wasn't. You said that... um, one night, him and a friend got drunk, and um, he wanted something out of her purse, so he mm-hmm. dragged her out of the room and screaming, and I'm sure you were so scared at six years old. What did you do when she when he dragged her out of the room? So, a little backstory to that, Jennifer. Um, we lived in a trailer house, and their room was on one end, and I had a room on the other end. My mom was going to sleep with me. And the middle room was more on my hallway, was where his drunk friend was. And I'm not sure exactly what we have in her purse. I'm sure we can all figure it out. Um, He came in the room wanting what it was. She was like, no, you're not getting anything out of my purse. And I remember him dragging her out by her hair and she's beating on the second door where his friend was screaming, help me, help me, he's gonna kill me, help me, help me. And I ran in her purse and I called 911. And I said, please help me. My mommy's hurt. He's hurting my mommy. And you're six years old. Yes. Six to eight. So I'm still right. young. Yeah. There's no excuse for it. Um, and that's really, I remember that. And then I remember just sitting and holding my dog and crying. And I was like, please, Jesus, please help my mommy. And then the police came. And because he had scratches on him and she had nothing yet, bruises take some time to form. Right. They arrested her for a night and left me at the house with my stepdad and his intoxicated friend. Wow, so the police take her away, even though she's the one getting abused, and then leave you, between six and eight years old, alone with two drunk men. Correct. And after the police took her away, I remember him coming up to me and getting in my face, I need your mom's purse, you better give it to me now. And he got whatever he wanted out of it. And I remember him walking back, throwing his dog out of the room and slamming the door and locking it. And then so I'm left with my mom's phone, my two dogs in my room and just locking it. And How were you feeling at that time? I was so scared. Mm -hmm. But um, I think I've told you a little bit about it. When you grow up in it, you don't think that this isn't normal. You think, right. this is normal. All families go through this. All mommies and daddies fight. And then you don't realize until you get older, that was not normal. People did not deserve that. 100%. So my childhood was flipped. My mom was the abuser. Mm-hmm. She was the alcoholic. She was bipolar. And she was the one beating up her husbands, all six of them. So the police would come, and I thought that was normal because they were there yeah. all the time. But she was the one throwing stuff at them, and she was the one beating them up. And just I remember her being handcuffed and screaming at the police and spitting on them and getting taken away. And me, mm-hmm. as the oldest of four, had to get my siblings out of that. So it can go, domestic abuse can go both ways. Yes, it can. It can be the man or the woman, mm -hmm. and either one of them, as my mom was addicted to alcohol and prescription pills as well. So just going through that at such a young age, I can can feel your pain because I've been through it, Mm -hmm. and it almost makes you feel like you're always living on eggshells. It really does. You don't know when they're going to go off, what they're going to do, as my mom was a really mean drunk as well. And 
just just that feeling of what are they going to do how are they going to do it screaming and yelling cops coming to your house and it was just chaos i'm sure now like me you want your life so much different police have never come to my house since i've been an adult i'm like i want a nice quiet life and i don't want all that craziness and and addiction is a bad thing i mean your mom got addicted to alcohol and prescription pills Mm -hmm. And so you've got both your mom and your stepfather both on them. I can't imagine the the heated arguments, well, I can't imagine them. And then you just being in the middle of all that and him punching her and getting her by the hair and then both screaming. And I'm just sorry that you had to go through that. Thank you. When we come back, Tammy is finally freed from domestic abuse. We'll be right back. You won't hear how God is working on mainstream media, but you will hear it on the Jennifer Sheehan television show. In a world currently imprisoned by fear, I'm committed to telling fearless stories of hope, restoration, redemption, and miracles. Here's just a sample of stories my amazing guests share about God's limitless love in action. God rescued me from pornography and sex addiction. I was on the brink of death, but Jesus saved me. I was attacked by a huge grizzly bear but God preserved my life. At the age of two, raised by my sister without parents, my birth father threw me against a metal sheet wall, slicing my stomach open, leaving me for dead in a pool of blood. After he abandoned me, my true heavenly father, God, did not. My 17-year-old son was murdered on Christmas Eve. I was in a bad place. I purchased a gun each day, went to the lake and held it to my head to end my life. After over 50 guns, I sought out professional help. I went on the Jennifer Sheehan television show to share my story. On filming day, God got a hold of my heart, and right there on the set, I prayed to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. This show is giving people hope in Jesus. That's why we do what we do. We, we want you to hear and see amazing stories of how God brings beauty from ashes and how he brings hope and healing, even in the midst of life's hardest struggles. God is using this show to change lives. Through the power of story, the Jennifer Sheehan television show is sharing the gospel in regions around the globe. We reach an audience of over 3 million people in the U.S., Africa, India, Pakistan, and China. Will you partner with us so that the Jennifer Sheehan show continues to grow in its influence and reach for Jesus Christ? Donate your tax-deductible gift at thejennifersheehanshow.com slash donate. Welcome back to The Jennifer Sheehan Show. So, Tammy, what age were you when you had to go through all of this? I, like we said a little bit earlier, 6 to 7 to about 13 years old. So about 13 years old. Yes. So you told me when some of this um, domestic violence was going on, some of your family members knew about it. What did they do about it and how yes. did they help? So they knew about it. Um, There's not much that they could do because, like, my mom thought that that's what she deserved. That right. was her everything, you know, and, but thankfully I had my Papa Pete, (laughs) my grandfather, and then my cousin, I would always go spend time with them. They just, because they knew that it wasn't right when I didn't know yet. 
and they would take me up under their wing and we would go do stuff and have sleepovers and I would go hang out with my older cousin's friends and her and I felt so cool and then I was like okay and this I think that's when I finally started realizing this isn't normal it's right. not a normal way to live right so your cousin you were really close to her so you got to stay with her and hang out with her and then your grandfather as well. Mm -hmm. So what did your grandfather tell your stepfather? He said, you are not allowed in my house. You cannot step foot on my property. And if you do, I will call the cops. Okay. And so not only, so they protected you that way mm -hmm. by trying to get you out of there. And didn't you say that um, this, your stepfather had a restraining order? Did he ever get yes. a restraining order? Um, my mom and I had a restraining order against him. My mom did not keep her ward to it. Okay. And I remember asking, hey, mom, why is my stepdad back around? I thought he wasn't allowed near us. And she just played it off, was like, well, he loves us. Wow. So, so he just really um, played these mind games. So it sounds like the abuse is so much more than physical, that it's really mm -hmm. mental, where she believed what he was saying to her. Correct. And who she was. Wow. So you finally go live with your father. Mm -hmm. I moved How, to Texas. <laughs> you moved to Texas. Yes. And I love that. From where were you at? North Carolina. Oh, in North Carolina. Okay. And you moved to Texas and you move in with uh, your grandfather. How was that feeling when you were finally free from that domestic abuse? I don't think there's words for it. It was just like a breath of fresh air and starting a new life because my dad's my best friend. He still is to this day. And I just felt safe and loved and I had everything I needed mm. and not just coming home, not knowing if the lights are on or off and a warm shower was nice. Right. <laughs> yes. So. So you had that freedom, just mm -hmm. being free of that domestic abuse. Correct. When we come back, you won't believe the horrors a three-year-old had to experience. We'll be right back. A house is built with walls but a home is built with memories. Firehouse Movers takes great pride and honor in serving your moving needs. Built over a fireman's code of ethics to be truthful and honest at all times, to display excellence, respect, and loyalty, we are honored for you to entrust us with your valuable memories. And we have been doing so for over 20 years with hundreds of five-star reviews. We never compromise in quality because we understand that it's easier to explain our prices than to apologize for poor service. Call us today at 972-412-6033 and let us tell you why we're passionate for what we do. Learn more at FirehouseMovers.com. By His grace, we live. By His will, we bond together to serve you. Jennifer Sheehan Show Magazine promotes and connects Christians and Christian-owned businesses worldwide. It's digital, nonprofit, and full of inspirational stories. The magazine is emailed, shared on our social media, and promoted weekly on our TV show, reaching millions of viewers. To subscribe to this free magazine and for advertising opportunities, go to thejennifersheehanshow.com. Welcome back to the Jennifer Sheehan Show. So Tammy, your beloved cousin, you were so close to her. Yes. You stayed with her growing up and she just happened to be with a man, her boyfriend, who mm -hmm. she had a child with. 
and he had anger issues, kind of like your stepfather. Very so. much so. His were a little worse, but there's no excuse for it ever. What um, was he like? He... I don't think there's a word for it that I can say on television. He was not a good man. He did not live by God's word. He was so obsessed with my cousin that I think it drove him to madness. Right. What did he say? He said something to her that was so shocking. If I can't have you, nobody will. Wow. So, and he did have a restraining order against him, right? Correct. He didn't, he didn't care. Wow. Um, the cops will never do anything about it, so. Wow. So what are some of the things that he did? He would call her work and say, hey, my cousin, she is on this type of drug, this type of drug, this type of drug. You should drug test her. She wasn't on any drugs. He would show up to her work and smash all the windows out of her car. And there was wow. one day that she was leaving and he hit her head on. And so his just car and her car head on. Yes, head on. And he just drove off. And she also had her children with her. Wow. He would also break into her house. Um, there was one incident where he turned the stove on while she was gone and left it on and he left. And they had to call the fire department because it almost burnt my cousin's house down. Wow. So he had the restraining order, but he was stalking her, saying, Correct. if I can't have you, nobody else can. Correct. So, and it's crazy how that escalated and, and what exactly he did. So tell us that evening, what exactly, or that morning, what exactly happened? So my cousin was staying with a friend to get away from her ex-boyfriend that she was trying to leave. She thought that he wouldn't know where she is. There is some speculation that he had a GPS tracker on her car. And so she was staying with her friend, trying to get away, and she had her three-year-old daughter with her. He came over and he kicked the door in and brutally murdered her in front of her three-year-old daughter. Wow. So he, and I know we can't talk about the details because it's an ongoing investigation and it only mm -hmm. happened four months ago. So he brutally murdered her in front of her daughter. And then the three-year-old was left there with her mother dead. Correct. And the only reason the police, you said, found out that this happened is the three-year-old was walking around the trailer park with just a diaper on. Correct. She was outside, and then one of their neighbors called and said, hey, there's a little girl outside. She looks kind of weird. Can we call a welfare check? And they came over, I don't, and I still feel really bad for them for what they saw. Um, I don't think they expected to see anything like that. Wow. So you know all the details of what mm -hmm. what exactly happened, and I, I can't imagine. I'm sorry that you have to go through that knowing what happened to your cousin, who you loved so much, to just know that that happened to her. Yeah, it's very sad. I still get very upset by it, but if by telling her story I can help some other someone else, man, woman, children, it'll be worth it, and her name will not go in vain. Right, and I think this is just really um, showing people, you know, if if something doesn't seem right, to report it, right? Yes. Because what can we do when someone's going through domestic violence like this? And I don't think we always think that this could turn into murder. People could actually Correct. lose it and murder someone. Mm -hmm. So my deal has always been ask questions, not in a judgmental way, because 
it's an embarrassing subject. Women and men don't want you to know that they're going through that. Ask questions, just be there for them. Don't judge them if they stay. A lot of women are scared to leave, and men. And that's what Brittany was. She was scared and she finally reached her breaking point and then she was trying to leave and report it. Like my mother would spend hours on the phone with the police department and on hold. Um, so there's always that question, well, what if? Could she have been saved? But I always ask questions, report it. If you have a weird bruise, I'm gonna ask you about it. Right. But and so, you know, I'm so proud of you as like your family to me, you and, oh, thank you. <laughs> and your new mother-in-law and father-in-law. So, so you got engaged to yes, Colton Purcell. I'm so happy. And thank Firehouse you. Movers, yes. Nikki and Brian Purcell and their son, they've come on the show. Their son, your soon-to-be husband, came on the show telling yes. your stories. You guys are going to have a great ministry together. I really hope so. So you, I'm so proud of you. So you um, got your, you, you're an EMT, right? Yes, ma'am. For an ER. Yes, ma'am. And then now engaged. When's your wedding? April 20th. I cannot wait. I'm invited, right? Yeah. Okay, You're good. I already got the invitation. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> so I'm just so proud of you that you have gone from being in domestic violence atmosphere, getting free of that, moving in with your dad, rising above all of this. And just, you told me that your grandfather led you to Christ when you were young. And that yes. was really where your hope came from. Yes. I remember he made dinner every single night, even if nobody ate. But I remember sitting at the dinner table with him and he called me Jin Jin because my middle name is Jennifer. And he goes, Jin Jin, I know you know who the Lord is, but do you believe in him? And we just had this conversation and his ideas and what he thought heaven would look like and how excited he was to go someday. And I remember him saying, do you want to be saved? Let's pray. And so ever since then, I mean, I really thank him for everything he did for me. I love that. Just proud that you have gone through this training, became an EMT, about to get married, and just the fact that you're, I think, able to to help others. So you coming from this background of domestic abuse has allowed you to experience this as I experienced it mm -hmm. um, so that we can help others. How hard was it going through to become an EMT, which is really interesting that you're an EMT and your husband-to-be is a fireman. <laughs> I know. Isn't it cute? <laughs> it's so um, cute. It was. It's a lot of fun. You do see a lot of things, like whenever we have someone come in with a domestic violence situation, I still break down and cry. But I'm like, here are these packets. Here are these people you're going to call. Let's, let's press charges. Let's do it. You can do it. Um, but no, it's a lot of fun, and we share our stories back and forth. And I know my cousin would be really proud of me. Absolutely. Would be so proud of you how far you've come. So what what type of, of what do you see with your job? Because I think it's very interesting what you've been through and what you're doing now for a living. We see a little bit of everything. If you stub your toe, if you have a cold, if your arm's falling off. No, so I used to work on the ambulance, so we saw cases like my cousins we would go to and the little children and stuff running around their family members so we see a little bit of everything right i remember your husband saying as he did the same thing so he has to be an emt as well as a fireman yes. right so how did you guys meet we met at work <laughs> right so how, how we, exactly you were working for the on the same yes yeah, so we ambulance? were working out at hunt county we were working for the same company we weren't on the same ambulance 
And we, I, we knew of each other. I don't think we really ever talked until a bunch of people of our age that worked together. We were all in a group chat. And then he messaged me privately and was like, hey, we should hang out sometime. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, it's so awesome that he was able to come on the show and tell his story. And it's very interesting to me how much you guys have in common. I know. That I... you both have similar jobs, that you guys both had um, some traumatic things happen to you in your childhood. Have you guys ever talked about that and just realized how much you guys have in common? Yes and no. Um, because, like you said, Nikki and Brian are so great. So he has a hard time understanding, like, my aspect of it. But we still, we work through everything together, and he is, he really is my rock. Right. So. And you haven't told your story. This is the first time you've told it on my show. Yes, and I don't think my dad really knows all the details. I don't think Colton's parents know all the details, but it's good. I'm excited to share it. Okay, so they're going to see it for the first time on television show. They are. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of wrong. <laughs> so it's interesting, though, also that Colton's parents did not know his full story of what happened to him, mm -hmm. his traumatic experience, until the show. And okay. I remember telling them, I'm like, I don't know if I'm okay with you guys finding out everything on my television show. I'm like, Colton, are you sure you don't want to tell your parents first what happened? Mm -hmm. He's like, no. And I, I told them, and they're like, you know what? We trust you, Jennifer, and you just do it, what you need to do to tell the story, and then we'll find out. So it's very interesting how God just shows up on this show and speaks through people. And, and mostly on the show, it's everyday people like you and Colton mm -hmm. that just have this story of what the Lord has done. And I really think that, um, that the Lord has had you from day one and allowed you to go through all this because you have strength that so many people don't have Thank to you. now sit here and tell your story. And if it helps just one person, it's worth telling. It is. So I'm just, I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud to, to call you my family, oh, my sister you. in Christ <laughs> and my family. And I can't wait to your wedding. Thank you. I can't wait to dance with you. Yay. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you for having me. When we come back, you can also have that hope in Jesus. We'll be right back. Can you imagine living in a resort with like-minded people, full of amenities and activities, where safety and health are priorities, where chef-prepared meals, heated indoor pool, and many more amenities are all accessible 24-7, where the joy of life is felt in every corner, a company managed by the Nicholas Foundation, people who truly care about people. It's time to reward yourself. It is time for the Retreat Senior Living, the resort you call home. A house is built with walls, but a home is built with memories. Firehouse Movers takes great pride and honor in serving your moving needs. Built over a fireman's code of ethics to be truthful and honest at all times, to display excellence, respect, and loyalty, we are honored for you to entrust us with your valuable memories. And we have been doing so for over 20 years with hundreds of five-star reviews. We never compromise in quality because we understand that it's easier to explain our prices than to apologize for poor service. Call us today at 972-412-6033 and let us tell you why we're passionate for what we do. Learn more at firehousemovers.com. By His grace, we live. By His will, we bond together to serve you.
Jennifer Sheehan Show magazine promotes and connects Christians and Christian-owned businesses worldwide. It's digital, nonprofit, and full of inspirational stories. The magazine is emailed, shared on our social media, and promoted weekly on our TV show, reaching millions of viewers. To subscribe to this free magazine and for advertising opportunities, go to the JenniferSheehanShow.com. Welcome back to the Jennifer Sheehan Show. If you haven't prayed to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, pray with me. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for my sin. You rose on the third day. Please forgive me for my sin. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Tune in next week. We have another powerful story for you. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soul Win, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soul Win women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soul Win, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soul Win women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.